0: One arm drag. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock.
1: <laughs> uh, shut your mouth, a thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole.
2: Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taran, alongside Jamie, Dan, Joe, and Bradley. Guys, the era, the era of the Miz is over. Uh,
3: how he, he lasted was that? one episode. He lasted one <laughs> podcast. But it episode.
2: Depends which way you look at it. He either lasted one episode or he lasted a week. So we, whichever one lasts longer in that instance, how are we doing this week, guys? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Pretty decent. Can't complain. And-
2: anything new and exciting happening in everybody's lockdown lives. Oh, let's have a look now.
4: We found a place in our local area that serves takeaway pints. But apart from that, nothing else really. All right, where's that? Give him a plug. Um, literally a couple of doors down from where you used to live.
2: Hortons. All
4: right. Oh, Hortons, he's not, back on the- Not uh, Tim Hortons. Hortons. Not Tim
2: Hortons. Not affiliated. I, uh... I Heard that Quarter's Coffee's sold up to his mate because he's moving away, so it's reopening under new management.
4: No, it's the same because there's the two guys that were owning it, but now it's just a oh, one guy, it? yeah, and the other one's moving down like north um, south somewhere, so it's still the same guys that there used to be two, but now there's just one. But hey ho, you bought life,
2: fair enough. So, your lockdown life has consisted of takeaway coffee and pints, it's just a standard week for you and Joe, isn't it?
4: Pretty much, yeah, yeah, lads, lads, <laughs> lads. Okay,
0: bought a new
2: book. I just get drunk book. Oh, hang on. Oh, no, hang on. He's bought a new book. What's this book? I hope it's wrestling related.
0: No, it's called The Midnight Library. Oh.
2: And that is by who?
0: Oh, I can't remember the author now, but it's it's basically about like sorting your life out, pretty
2: much. So <laughs> that's well, I, I think it. we all I know I know <laughs> Jamie needs that one he's to sort his life out. I mean, look who he supports. Clop the flop he needs He's to like, get that sorted out read that bloody book i bought You um, came
3: off a win thank you At
2: least no, the first time away i mean at the least our
3: game isn't week. at least our game isn't much of a shambles that the manager has to become a fourth official in a match
4: <laughs> hang on a minute we're, we're, we're 10 minutes into the match right now and nothing's happened so we're all good no, I'm, <laughs> talking, I'm
3: talking, no, I'm talking Still, about taron like blackpool <laughs> <laughs> like their fourth official got injured, so they have to
1: put a manager on as the fourth a fourth official. How does the fourth official get injured? <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I I couldn't possibly comment. All I know that last night's game we were winning with three minutes to go and it finished one <laughs> one. So that's enough for me. But no, speaking of books, I bought Richard Osmond um from Pointless. I bought the his Thursday the night other week. murder club. Thursday night murder club. I've only read the first couple of chapters. It's he's rather if incredible. Did someone get murdered? Uh not yet. Not yeah, We don't spoil it for me.
5: I, I um, on my, I bought. I mean, a it's in the Bradley.
3: title. <laughs> uh, Brad, you can read. Uh, yes. Do you not? I thought. I bought... thought. I, I thought Brad was going to come out saying, "I bought the Bad Bunny autobiography."
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has it. Do you know what the sad thing is? He's probably got an autobiography. These like celebrities, and I use the term very loosely. There, they seem WWE to have like, like you have people like. He's an right. international superstar. Well, like, do I remember when One Direction, they didn't win x like second or third. No, but they came like second or third. And then a couple yeah. of weeks later after the final, I think they came third, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, then two weeks one. later, it was the final. And the week after that, the announcer, re- they were releasing their autobiography. They're so about nine years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradley well, wasn't alive then.
5: <laughs> Probably not. Anyway. Um, the book <laughs> I have got though, is the WWE 2021 annual. The, oh, oh, great God. read. Is it because pictures in it? Is
3: Roman Reigns still in his shield gear? <laughs>
2: yes. It's just, <laughs> it's just stock images, isn't it? They just use the same image year on year. You turn to the back page, it's still got a picture of the big show. And there's, got... there's some guy in there
5: called Dean Ambrose. Never heard of him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, isn't it? Chris Benoit. Who's
4: the <laughs> Brad Maddox. Oh,
2: God, God, do you remember, brother? The greatest general manager after Mike Adamley.
3: The greatest tag Brad- team in history,
2: Brad Maddox
3: and Xavier Woods. Uh, yeah, that It's, it's got to be back. Braun Strowman
2: and Nicholas.
3: Spitbrust. Yeah, let's say dad knows what I'm talking about.
2: I know what you're on about. (laughs) I know, no, no, well, I I wasn't going to comment because it's a family show. It's a family show.
4: (laughs) Let's turn the the page on that, guys. Let's turn the page
2: on that. Oh, he's too clever. That has no idea what's going on, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've realized
3: what you mean,
2: man. He's not old enough. You'll have to ask your mum and dad. You'll have to ask your mum and dad. They all know. They all know. Did your mum and dad never tell you? (laughs) Did your mum and dad never tell you about the birds and the bees, Bradley? Uh, Santino,
4: Santino did. Do you remember? (laughs) Bradley's
2: (laughs) like, yeah, they did, but I didn't know whether to believe him because, like, what if the bird got stung halfway through? (laughs) (laughs) What's that breaking up, boy? Has anybody watched the Big E documentary this week? There was the 24 documentary. I watched it just before we started recording. I thought it was a good watch. Dan, Joe, you said you guys watched it?
4: Yeah, man, it was really, really yeah. decent. Um, it kind of guides him, you know, through his FCW days, um, how he got started playing uh, football and he tried to be an amateur wrestler, um, how he got discovered and basically the things like he used to be in the, sh- you know, he was about to be in the Shield and stuff like that. Uh, it was a pretty decent watch, you know, showing that he's more of an introverted character and how you know the camera switches on and all of a sudden he becomes a larger than life character which i think you know happens for a lot of people they uh turn it up to 11 so to speak but yeah it was 53 minutes long that documentary and it's one of the 24 episodes actually you know i'm not thinking oh god how long we got left on this now it actually flew by i thought
2: yeah i agree i thought it was really good watch i i liked seeing his the, or his should I say that the character developed throughout FCW Florida Championship Wrestling. I can't remember the name of the. Um, I don't know whether he went under a specific name. He might have done, but when he was playing the, how do I word this? It's like the, the the geeky type character with the glasses and the braces, putting on the the voice, and then he kind of like almost in a bit like a Festus type thing, where once the bell rung, he kind of flipped his personality and then got down to business type thing. So I think it just kind of shows how. Not just for Big E himself, but just wrestlers in general, how, you know, you start when you start in the business, whether it's in the business as a whole or whether it's in WWE, you're not necessarily if you do ever hit the big time or you do ever hit that, the high peaks you're not necessarily going to be doing it as the character that you started off with, you might go through two or d- three different manifestations of a character before you hit, or not even of the character, just type of gimmick or catchphrase or, or anything, you know, some some of them are lucky and uh, some of them aren't. Uh, you watched it didn't you Joe?
0: Yeah, I really liked it. Um, it just really went through like how uh, big used to play football and then he got into uh, powerlifting. And there's a bit in the documentary where he uh, he's showing John Cena's gym, and he I think he lifts like 583 pounds, something like that. And it was like a it was a record, and um, he said he was really grateful to be on uh, John Cena's documentary because he was in FCW and like nobody cared about it, and it just showed like how he went from nothing in FCW and changed his character like from being um, Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard to like the new day and like the preacher stuff and like how he became its continent champion
2: i think it's really interesting the, the preacher stuff because i think you know i i can remember quite a lot of it when they were running the vignettes and the, and the promos for the new day because I, I think originally they were whether or not it was true they wanted them to be like a new nation of domination and They they i thought they were going to go into that in it's the 24 user. documentary and they didn't do yeah but um you know, obviously that idea got shot down quite quickly and they wanted to, you know, create something of, of their own. But again, it just goes to show that, you know, I, I'm sure that the new day as they are now wasn't what vince mcmahon and the rice intended the new day to be from the beginning that just naturally evolved and luckily for him and kofi and xavier Woods as well to an extent it evolved for the better because you look at what the first maybe like three four months of them coming in as that faction you know it was awful they couldn't get over they were being booed after we i mean they had like if you go back on youtube and you watch um like their their debut their re-debut if you would but as the new day together you know that that's their debut as a brand new faction they get like little to no reaction because people just don't if people don't care before you've even debuted and you've got somebody like kofi kingston who was pretty much established and a fan favorite by then already then i think they did well to be able to like evolve that like, just what it is today because that could have ruined them
5: yeah have you have any of you watched um the kofi kingston 24
2: I must have done. Did that come out around it WrestleMania the, title, last, it? Yeah.
5: the one where he won the title? Yeah, it goes yeah. In, it goes into a lot of depth about exactly what you were just saying, how they were really, really struggling to get over at the, at the start. And how they said, they basically all looked at each other and went, we got to do something different here. And that's when they started to become these goofy, energetic, Xavier okay, went out, like, I'm going to say this, whipped out the trombone. Um,
2: the bootios.
5: Yeah, it's like, it's it's crazy how far they've come, because like, well, like they're all, like you said, they're all individual stars, and I felt like at the point that they become the New Day, they had hit their point where they were becoming a bit stale. They needed something, otherwise they were just going to end up in catering. And I would have been sad for someone like Kofi Kingston, especially like Biggie seeing that, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't seen much of Xavier Woods before then. But arguably, you could say they're one of the best factions of all time in WWE, and not just WWE wrestling, in wrestling. You want to go back and
2: see... Um... Xavier Woods, when he was in TNA as Austin Creed, he had like a. Con- Consequences Creed? Creed. Con- that was it. So, yeah, yeah, Consequences <laughs> Creed. It was like a Apollo Creed, Rocky, Rocky 2 type character. That's what exactly
0: they
3: did with Apollo Crews, though, weren't it? they were like. Let's think Apollo from the Rocky films and Cruises is in Terry Cruz, because he looks like both of them, we can make this amazing <laughs> person. who are a nation, obviously. Just slightly before, racial beforehand.
2: connotations, isn't yeah, You can that? definitely see it
3: in the meetings so Vince is going, oh, look at the size of it. It's like Terry <laughs> Cruz. It's like Apollo Creed. It's Apollo <laughs> Cruz, this is such good shit. <laughs> <Are> you- <laughs>
4: with uh, Apollo Crews at the moment, that new gimmick that he's got, where he's coming out and he, you know, w- wealthy, wealthy no, guy coming out. Nigeria no, Prince. Mate, I, I love it. A, a brilliant um, sort of character for him. I, I really enjoy really invested, you know, he's, he was just happy to be there before. And yeah. that new character he got now, I was actually watching it, listening to his promo, I thought, you know what, I like this. I
2: yeah. mean, he <laughs> just, it's just anything. He just needs anything at the minute. Doesn't he he and was the fact great that, as a whole Was he?
3: Yeah, I remember best in who nation, it was great. All the fans were like, who, But then ha, ha, the WWE ha,
2: have got to have got to put their own spin on it they've got to come up with their own name that they can market that they can, you know, copyright all that kind of stuff. No, they don't really have to say
3: styles. AJ Styles. Well,
2: so they're established world renowned stars.
4: Do you remember those? those things before AJ came to WWE, when they always rumoured that he may eventually, and they were like, oh, Alan Jones Jr. is signed <laughs> with WWE.
0: It's
2: like when somebody leaves the WWE and they go, and people joke and say, you know, and they're going to TNA like, what is the mysterious Ray doing in the impact zone? <laughs> you know, they could go with these
5: names. What's half Jardy doing you? <laughs>
3: It's Hardy, Harvey!
5: <laughs> <At Marty>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear me. But if you... Sorry, go on, Tav. No, no, no. I was just going to ask Jamie if he's watched the Biggie documentary yet.
3: No, unfortunately, I've been working all day in teaching, so I was unable oh, to do so. As you know, because the, the life of a teacher, I have to teach throughout the day. And then because I'm only a trainee teacher, I have to work in the evening, and then have to come on and do shit
2: like this. Um, <laughs> also, I've been, fo- been playing football manager or FIFA, probably when I haven't played football
3: manager, thank you, but FIFA, yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. No, I would. I would recommend watching yeah. the documentary like Dan said it's, it's on for you know less than an hour and it was a good watch some of them you know rightly or wrongly I don't bother with because I've got no like real interest like going off topic slightly the broken school sessions I think Randy Orton's next week or, or fairly soon yeah. but they had the yeah. Sasha Banks one and I just to me I know she's been I'll probably slightly contradict myself when I say this, when I say she's been in the business for hardly any amount of time, but at the same time, it has been quite a few years. I think you get what I mean when I say that. It's like, you can understand there being a Broken School Sessions with a Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, The Rock, The Undertaker. I'm just thinking of some people who have some stories to tell who have 15, 20, 30 years in the business, but you know, Sasha Banks, I... You know i i admit i haven't watched it i don't know if any of you guys have yeah you know, me and joe i just i i don't see the point at the moment of having a, a, an in-depth sit down about the career when you know they've been in, not in the mind business mind. but 10 minutes yeah 10, 10 minutes in the wwe compared to the. the i, team sh- the I big
3: assume
2: shirt. it mainly
3: focused on nxt and the women's it, evolution and then going kind of gave WWE. them.
1: It gave
4: him a flow through it, you know, how how she got started in the business, who she was trained with. Basically, if you've listened to her on a podcast before, or you've seen uh, a twenty-four 2400 before, it's pretty much that. But usually when you watch the ones with the big show or undertaking, it's generally them having a chat and them hanging out. But this one, you could tell she was in uh, performance center mode, she was acting, she was enunci- enunciating, She's moving her hands a lot, over laughing, you thinking, no, this isn't real, you you're just put this on. And to be fair, we, we had to watch, we usually watch it all the way through when we watch the Green Skulls, this one we had to watch in three or four parts, because it just annoy us. Just it's a, it a off, massive promo. Yeah, Michael, massive Cole's promo in yeah. the-
5: Mike- Michael Cole's rocking in the-, in, the- <laughs> in the corner going, it's boss time. He's <laughs> to us. This is
2: why yes, yes, I can't watch, the bump. I know Dan and Joe. Hey. you watch the bump sometimes, but I love the bump. Again, it's, you it's, bump all, the bump? <laughs> it's all about contradiction tonight with me, because when I say I can't watch something that's <laughs> that's not real, pretending to be <laughs> real. I mean, we're a doing lot. a wrestling podcast here. <laughs> but I mean oh, like God, it's it's different for me watching something like a wrestling event. Because I'll treat it like a soap opera. But when and you know and even you know when somebody's cutting a promo within the environment of a wrestling event, a Raw, SmackDown, a Pay Per View, you know, AEW, Impact, whatever. To me, it's different because it's encapsulated within that two-three hour program. But then, if I'm supposed to have to, then a couple of days later, tune into a program where you've got an interviewee asking, or you know, a wrestler that that they're talking like it's real and I just can't I, I, it doesn't entertain me because I'm like you're setting this up for something that it's not it, it's like uh, I don't really know what to compare it to but like some sort of talk show discussion show. it's like loose women it's like loose women but it's scripted questions and scripted answers and for me i just i just don't find it entertaining because i know that the responses that they're giving isn't real i know that's i know they're not when it's a promo on a program but like i said that's within the confinements of the of the wrestling program i'm I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief of that and understand what's being said is is part of the action when it's when it's the bump and they're on a bloody webcam talking now you know, how Naya Jax is going to destroy you ever this week and she's trying hard to string together five words because she can't do a promo as it is. I just find it difficult to tune into.
4: No, I know what you mean. I mean, I'm a big fan of The band. They've got really good characters. Kayla uh, Braxton guides it through every week. Uh, but then they've got little characters. They've got Ryan Popola, who's like a Sasha Banks super fan. You've got Matt Camp, who does our head in. Um, And then they've got this other guy on there who's just like really energetic and loves everything. Um, But like you said, they interview the wrestlers and some of them they'll speak to and it'll be Mick Foley. I haven't spoken to him for two years and you just want to hear what Mick has to say. But yeah, you get another one on there like Riddle and Riddle's then going to switch on and be like, Hey bro, I saw Mm. space dogs on the moon the other day. And you've got to then go, oh God, this isn't you mate. You know, you've just been for a walk on the beach, like, come on. (laughs)
2: I suppose I can compare it to like the pre-shows, you know, when they're, you know, into it like it's a like it's a sports program, like it's ESPN Sports Center, or you know, like it's Match of the Day over here in the UK. You're asking pundits, you know, you're asking experts in the field, you know, if we were talking about football, soccer to our American listeners, um, you know, you know how we feel a particular team, Manchester United, for example, played was that goal offside, you know. They're, they're talking about some real action that's happened there and then and they can give their expert analysis when it's on the pre-show who do you think is going to win who's got the upper hand this and that i i just find it difficult maybe it's my old age you know i agree mean, no, i agree, I agree oh, with <laughs> i agree
3: with all that when they're all making predictions on it all and stuff like that i mean that's, it's what we do don't we But you know, um they are people that are in there and know what's going to happen because they're on the yeah. show and we, all like, we can oh, make I predictions win.
2: <laughs> exactly i mean we can then, make you know predictions you're, you're just saying get. the wrong
3: answer just to obviously throw people off But well, you won't know yeah. he's gonna win but but basically like, the... you give this for your shucky ducky quack quack <laughs> just just for balance. <laughs>
1: even <laughs> <though> you already <laughs> when you know watch him, he's winning
4: it when you watch a pre-show next and they've got booker t on there i'd li- i like to play the booker t game every time he says business and he says it like business you have to take a box or put 20p in a jar or something. If you put 20p in a jar, you'll be rich by the end of it because he just goes, yeah, in these years... He's the worst.
2: Years, you have, to have a your he drink. stretches
4: it. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you'd be drunk.
2: He is the worst, though. He, him and JBL are the worst. Who's going to win the Royal Rumble? Of his answer, and who the book to win it is going to be let's just say for example yeah it's Dolph Ziggler's year it's definitely Dolph Ziggler's year you know it's Santino Morella's got a good chance if he comes in at number 30 this year like piss he off. Is
3: my, he in
2: my top five, he might be five right now dog <laughs> so Jerry, Do you, Jerry is Dick he on know.
0: the
3: podcast right
0: now I, I think <laughs> the pre-show is just to get people who are already on the network before you know um elimination or or rubble or what uh fast the next one it's like To get people excited, and I know pay per view doesn't really exist anymore, they still do pay per view. Is to get people to buy the pay per view or to get people to buy the Zimbabwe network who don't already have it, like, oh, buy the network, buy the network, buy the pay per view is to get people excited. I think that's the whole point of it. But I think most self respecting wrestling fans have the network now, so it's kind of not needed at this match, I don't think.
2: I mean, I rarely watch the Pre shows these days, anyway. I, I usually watch the WrestleMania pre shows because I almost feel guilty for the performers that haven't quite made it on the main card. So I'll kind of, not that they know that Taryn sat own watching them, but it's I kind you, of Taran. feel like. It's for you, <laughs> I kind of feel like I need Tim to give Ryan. them. <laughs> That's it's what for would you, say.
3: Turan, Cameron.
2: <laughs> I, I I just feel like they. You know, I I owe it, I owe it to them because they haven't been you know, lucky enough to be picked to be on the, the main card. But if it's fa- like for example the Fastlane, I I won't watch the pre show of Fastlane because if the if the match isn't important enough to be on the main card, why should I care about it? So why should your audience care about it? And that's, you know, that's just why I won't give it my oh, attention. Just bump
3: I... it into the pre-show and still finish half an hour early.
2: Yeah, two and a half hours instead of, instead of <laughs> three hours. Um, Yeah, but no, I mean, that's my, I mean, we've gone well off tangent on the fact that we, you know, we were talking about the Big E documentary and then we've gone (laughs) into the bump and the pre-show. Can I ask um, a
5: quick question about the Big E documentary?
2: No, but if you're going to.
5: I haven't watched it yet. Does he address when he levered AJ Lee in the chest? No, they don't.
4: They Um. mention that he's part of a group and AJ Lee's part of the group but and she's shown in like a few of the shots, but no, they they don't really show much about that or
5: talk about it. I remember seeing that, he like, levers it, but she just stands there like, yeah, I'm what."
4: The, the bit that they said about it, they said, oh yeah, he was doing the five count on NXT and he was the NXT champion. And then he was on Raw and he basically just stood ringside looking angry. And it just didn't work, you know, he was being this character over here. And then all of a sudden he's just being a bodyguard here. So they really needed to sort of mold it into one. So that that's mainly what they mentioned about the AJ thing.
5: Uh, and right. Is he going to be a main eventer soon? Do we reckon?
4: I think he's my early pick for the Royal Rumble uh, for next year.
2: We'll see what they do with him. I. You have to stick that on now, Dan.
4: Okay, I'm happy with that.
2: I, I think whatever they <laughs> whatever they do he's with him the
1: Rumble.
2: At, at Mania will define how they book him up till the Royal Rumble next year. If they're gonna throw him in because he's still into continental champion isn't he yeah. so yeah if they're gonna throw him in a multi-man ladder match, say for example which they like we've said in previous really episodes well. um you know it's always a bloody ladder match these days so let's say for example it's an eight nine man ladder match i think the last few ladder matches especially at wrestlemania when the t- when where one of the mid cartels has been online it's always changed hands correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. i don't think anyone nearly stays. always
4: um yeah sammy zayn retained last yeah. year against daniel bryan
2: Okay, for was that that was that was just a singles match though, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was weird because um, Sammy yeah. Sami Zayn retained and then all of a sudden you, you went off for months yeah. and they had to crown a new champion didn't they but yeah, it was uh, Sammy Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan but for the multi successfully a, defended. Well
2: yeah, we've yeah, had, it had it was, a multi man match like a ladder match the last few years, the last changes. four or five years. Yeah, it always that, changes that. It? So if we're gonna say Big East defended it, let's say for example it's a ladder match, you know, if they want to do something with him other than just this mid-card, upper-mid-card status, to me, he has to, for the first time in years, the title has to be retained, even in a multi man match, to show he's a- above everyone else. If he's just going to drop it at Mania, what's the point of cracking on? You or,
5: that, arguably, yeah. arguably, I would do what they've just done with Bobby Lashley. Yeah, so I was going to
2: say, Bobby Lashley lost it and then went straight to the big title, didn't he? The main card.
3: Like, he lost but it and was out. Then-
2: like- but then if you're going to do that, you're going to want Big E to, if he's going to drop the title at Mania, you're going to want him to win the world title within a month, two months max. But then depending on what they do with the title at Mania, which I'm sure we'll get onto at some point, um, are you really going to have that person, whoever walks out of Mania as the champion, lose to Big E at the next pay-per-view? Or maybe we Or
3: Big E wins Money in the Bank.
2: That's a good shout. I, I, I would be... I'd be happy. Why not be intercontinental champion and Money in the Bank at the same time? When was the last time that happened? Has it ever? Probably so. the Miz.
3: Miz does everything.
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> does everything well. He ain't the world champion anymore, is he? But we will get. get the only on two time <laughs> Grand Slam
3: champion. Thank
2: you. <laughs> that poor, poor man. That poor, poor my man my dear lord. We. Uh... <laughs> We have had some um, quite interesting news though this week. So if we jump into our news section of the podcast, interestingly enough, speaking of NXT earlier, NXT is rumoured to be moving to Tuesday night starting mid-April. So obviously What's that these? means at the minute we've got the Wednesday night, <laughs> at the minute we've got the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT. Not a war. Though, um, is it? If if well, well, it's not. But that's what... AEW just the
3: smashed them. <laughs>
2: Well, could this be seen as you say, is them retreating and moving to another night? Or, I mean, we know that's what it'll be, but you know, what will <laughs> Triple H or Vince McMahon's, you know, we're competing with?
3: B, but with what... <laughs> I reckon this is the spin that they put on it. We are competing with our, like, what's the word we're looking for here? Like, not superiors and the similar show. What's it called? Two things that are similar. Uh we are competing with our similar like someone show. on the
2: same level.
3: Yeah, we yeah. are competing with our similar show, AEW Dark. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imagine, imagine if <laughs> AEW Dark gets more viewers on YouTube than NXT does. <laughs> I'm sure they will, I'm sure they won't. But um Joe, what do you think about the potential news?
0: Um I think it's good. I mean you've got um, NXT and AEW on Wednesday, they've got something on every night. So you got Monday Night Raw, you got Tuesdays, NXT, Wednesday is, you know, AW and then um Thursday, I can't remember if everything's on Thursday. No Friday. UK is it. on
2: Thursday,
0: isn't no?
2: it? NWA K, yeah. power on Thursday, we're going to come on to a NWA we are but I think they marry on a Thursday, might they power? Mm, I mean, there's something yeah. effectively every night of the week, isn't it? Like you said? And
3: basically WWE yeah. programming every night, but a Wednesday now. The Monday, ball. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. A bump. They are doing I'm the happy programming every day.
4: I think it's a great move because, to be honest, when you used to wake up on the Thursday morning, because face it, we're not all staying up, um, you know, you check the results, and I'm thinking, oh, is that NXT or is that AEW or what happened there? And the, you're know, thinking they're competing with each other. But if I look at a NXT fan and I look at an AEW fan, yes, you will get people who watch every single type of wrestling, but. There's some people who are allegiance just to WWE. They watch everything WWE, the, you know, like one person on the podcast. And, why is, he, why is and, he
3: waving? He's
4: like the biggest AEW <laughs> fan in the world. <laughs>
3: he's <weird. laughs>
4: But you know, this you'll watch everything WWE, but you won't really, you'll try and follow AEW, but it's not really one of those things. And I've been in a pub in Newport and I've had a Raston T-shirt and they go, oh my God, how amazing is AEW? I go, to be honest, mate, I haven't watched it in about five weeks. And they look at me like I'm the devil. What do you mean you're not watching this show? And to be honest, I tried to watch it on the weekend. It was a tough watch. You know, we had Tony Schiavone telling me to go make a cup of tea on the break for our English fans. I'm like, bro, give it a rest, mate. You know, with WWE, Those you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you guys go make a cup of tea. Well, actually, it takes longer. It's than It's eleven forty at night. I don't want to. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making that.
2: up, I want me. I want me hauling, please.
4: <laughs> but in general, like you've got the you, you do have an AEW fan is a little bit different than a WWE fan you know we've, we're have we all big WWE fans but with AEW you've got to be in that mindset you've got to go right okay we're watching it for the wrestling we're watching it mm-hmm. for this you know wins and losses matter unless, like you're an, it, unless you're an EVP you know wins and losses matter um you have to watch all of it and it just it's a bit clunky it's a bit slow uh, but with WWE you can switch off you can go on your phone and go oh yeah okay and the commentators is they're talking you through it but in AEW, they just got an agenda, so I think it's good that they're moving around and about because Do I we focus think we on... think It
2: will happen then, are we saying that we? Yeah, think, I they think will it will. To Tuesdays, yeah, it's,
4: yeah.
2: it's sensible.
5: It is sensible, like. So like I hope. Fair. Oh, go on, Brad. Sorry, I was gonna say, like you said, it's like at the end of the day, the whole industry is about getting views and ratings. That that's the main thing. Like you see what they what happens with Raw, where its ratings are going. Straight down at the moment, they're doing everything they can to get over it. But I think the best thing that they can do is that to me, NXT is the best thing in WWE. Um, they're usually the best brand out of the three. Um, so they want to maximize that as much as I can. I think moving into Tuesday night is the perfect plan.
2: So, let me pose this question to you. So, obviously, for the last year or so, AEW has been trying to break that million, um, viewer million viewership. I don't know if they I think they might have done it once, but they haven't haven't done it since, and it's been a good year since um, you know, they've broken a million viewers. So they've been close but not quite there when they've had competition against NXT. So do we think with NXT moving to Tuesdays, they will finally at some point break the million views fairly soon? Or perhaps a different question, if NXT moves to Tuesdays and You know, a week goes by and another week goes by and another week goes by, and suddenly we're six, seven, eight, nine weeks in, and they still haven't hit a million views when, you know, there isn't a shared viewership needed here. There is only one programme on. You know, what does that say for AEW?
5: I think they both will within time. I think there'll be good, consistent viewing for both. But like you said, like Dan said, at the moment you have people on a Wednesday who are either a WWE fan or an AEW fan. You, we're gonna have to see basically how that goes on on a Tuesday night. Are the AEW the die had AEW fans on a Wednesday night gonna tune into NXT? And the same go on a Tuesday night, and the same goes with the the die had WWE fans. Are they gonna tune in with AEW on a Wednesday night? I know for a fact I'm not gonna be watching AEW because it just doesn't interest me. I, I I've watched one episode and I'm you not staying up Sunday then, in it. <laughs> No. Be honest I don't even know who's on the card. I'm lucky we'll talk about that later, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you'll know you'll know in a bit.
2: Yeah, well he he is there. He is. Um but no it, it will it will be interesting to see. you know, best of luck to both, you know, especially AEW. I hope they do to get that you know consistent over the million viewership because you know at the end of the day we're all wrestling fans and you know whether we do watch them or, or not, you know I, I don't want to see any company suffer. um So hopefully you know they can do it with nxt itself what um, i found quite interesting just moving on to the next piece of news here is that it's been reported within the next couple of um sorry it's been reported over the last couple of days let's say that there will be no nxt men or women's title match at wrestlemania this year now it was originally reported that the would at least be one if not both of them. Um now that's slipped on its head and apparently that there isn't going to be. Instead, they're going to be looking at doing a or it's rumored that there's going to be a, a takeover event the week of WrestleMania um instead, which makes sense. You know, you would expect the takeover one. But I just found it a little bit interesting that especially after the last year, we won't see anything involving NXT at WrestleMania. Do not know if anybody's got any particular thoughts on that one?
3: It's kind of confirmed, yeah. though, isn't it? Like, it's confirmed that it's definitely going to be a takeover. Like from that picture, yeah. like you're you want to cancel WWE Network? Well, look at all these shows. that uh, you're going to miss out on all of these? Fastlane, Takeover, WrestleMania. You can have a broken
2: school session. <laughs> Where's my cancellation? <laughs>
0: um, I think um, this year, you know, even I I know there's some fans in the tent. not as many as they would like, but I think WrestleMania is the first proper show where they are going to have some fans in attendance. I think they just, you know, WrestleMania is big anyway, but I think they're going to make more of a big deal. Look, look at all of our fans, who WWE fans are the best in the world. And I just think there's going to be, you know, all the matches are going to be, be big marquee matches. And they're just going to ram everything into the two shows so over the two nights and just try and get in as much as they can and as much as possible.
5: My only worry with that is that they're going to fill it up fill it up too much and they're just going to put a load of load of matches on that just don't need to be at wrestlemania yeah. same up, same happened last year it's like you had random matches which didn't need to be at minion and you had matches like the Raw women's title match becky lynch and Shayna baszler lasted what like six minutes and it suffered because yeah. of it i i just hope they don't overcrowd it i know i know they're like oh it's too big for one night it's but too big
2: for one night make it that's, that's what the wife said that's a comment to
4: come in on what you mentioned, you know, not having the NXT matches at WrestleMania, I, I agree with it. Because if you think about having the NXT women's title match at Mania, so you've got Io Shirai. For me, Io Shirai is going to be a, a de- somebody who debuts the night after WrestleMania. You always have it, the big names going across. You know, I'd like to see a drop a belt and then be that roar after WrestleMania kind of vibe. If you have a WrestleMania itself, you're kind of spoiling the, the mysterious amount of the roar after WrestleMania. You need those five or six stars that are going to be breakout people who are going across. So you could have somebody who's in the WWE, you know, the, the NXT title picture, like an Adam Cole um, might be able to be going across after it. You know, he's suddenly split up from the UE. But Io Shirai is a big one for me. I really think she's going to debut just after WrestleMania and drop the belt. If you had her in a title match and she dropped a title on the Sunday and then all of a sudden, guess what, Io Shirai is going to be on Raw. Are people really going to be going, oh, she's a heavy hit. She's amazing. She's had an amazing match or You know are they going to go oh have you seen what she's been doing i I don't think having the title matches on wrestlemania really would have helped elevate the brand i think actually saying no they've come across and they've done all of this and now they're going to make a bigger impact i think it works a little bit better that way and we all love the roar after wrestlemania it just makes that i know we we look forward to mania but we also look forward to the next chapter on the monday night and i think it helps and keeps that mystique
5: yeah, and I honestly, the biggest, I don't if you remember a couple of, uh, obviously were not last year, it was the year before the New Orleans one. um NXT TakeOver New Orleans was arguably the best NXT TakeOver I've ever watched. It can sometimes on their own be the biggest draw of the weekend.
4: Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And you look at the, the rumour of people, you always think, oh, who's going to be the next one to sign and go across, you know? Could Walter come over from WWE UK? you know, debut, they had LA Knight on the, the most recent one. You're thinking of all of these free agents who potentially could sign. there was rumors of Switchblade as well, um, Jay White. You're thinking, oh, who's going to be there? And ever, like you said, Brad, everyone's always talking about that um, that actual takeover. Um, sometimes they compare it to the actual WrestleMania and say it was better. And you look at these breaking grounds and stuff and they hype them all up and they are the next big thing and it gives them a good platform before they end up being on main event and catering. So yeah. it's always good.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's a um, I think that's a really good point, and um, for you know, for me as well, I I know that they they don't really want to class NXT as the developmental brand now. They they try and see it more as a third brand. I mean, let's be honest, it still isn't. I don't care what anyone says. The two brands are Raw and SmackDown. You know, whether or not they want to look at NXT as a developmental brand, it might be more than that now, but it's not main roster um and i think that you know if you're on wrestlemania if you're lucky enough to be on the wrestlemania card you should be a main roster talent yes last year there was the nxt women's match and whatnot but that was different charlotte was involved and again they they needed to make up some matches for the event because of the pandemic and what happened it was part of our
5: rumble exactly yeah
2: and i i just think that you just as you uh, you you pay your dues in developmental in the performance center and then you pay your dues these days in nxt to eventually come up to the main roster wrestlemania should be like a reward you know whether you're in the main event or whether you're in the first match or you're in the middle of the card wrestlemania should be the uh, award for the you to showcase say, you know, well of the done. mortals the showcase of the immortals, exactly. So I, I don't think there should be NXT matches. I think you should be awarded by being promoted to the main roster and then being awarded with being on WrestleMania, you know. What what what's the point of having a, a match on WrestleMania to then the you know, four days later be back on when having on, the same Wednesday, match on the like tuesday, the tuesday night, night nxt it's the wrestlemania yeah, rematch
3: on raw be... the night after
2: <laughs> well yeah but then you just be straight back to nxt on the tuesday and you're like well i'm gone you know yeah, and you could be in nxt for another two years before you're back on the main roster or you're on the main roster permanently so great i've just been on wrestlemania i've just defended or fought for the nxt championship let's say at the grandest stage of them all and now i'm back in front of 200 people in the wrestling classic whatever it's
5: called
2: exactly (laughs) so no keep keep them off i say and um keep them you know keep them in their own brand you look if at what in doubt, Keep them out! You look what happened
4: last year. I mean, they they had obviously had issues with um, getting wrestlers across there. Some people were not very well and stuff. I I think of one match like Brad mentioned. There were some matches they forced on the card and they didn't even need to be on there. They had um, Angel Garza teaming up with um, what was his name? Uh, Austin Theory against yeah. the Street Profits. That, that match did not need to be on WrestleMania. You look I mean, at, that's a Raw you know, match. I'm pretty yeah, sure he did look have a Raw V match as well.
3: Just yeah, I think he they did. did
4: yeah. yeah. And what's he doing now? He's Johnny Gargano's sidekick on uh, back on NXT. Best thing been on demoted.
5: NXT at the moment. Best thing on NXT. I love the way. Well, that was his Heart promotion as well.
4: She's smashing it at the moment with her promos and the little the quips that she's doing as well. I agree with you, Brad. It's one of those things I always look forward to on. NXT. that and the Cameron Grimes
0: thing
3: is it as good is it as good as one of the greatest sidekicks of all time oh, of go. damien mizdow because <sighs> <sighs> that was one of the greatest well, things ever
2: oh, um, he literally uh,
3: copied he's... everything he did as a stunt double he's just there uh, dressed up as him in the match he takes a hip toss and do something goes oh, just takes a hip toss by himself <laughs>
2: He's um Aaron's he wrestles under Aaron Stevens now, doesn't he? The, the yeah. name. And he's actually Aaron Rex, Rex, Rex. Sorry, that's it. Yes, his real he, name um, Aaron, Stevens, yeah. Aaron Stevens, yeah. Brings us nicely on to our next piece of news actually. that NWA yeah. is is returning. He's in he's thank you. He is um on the NWA <laughs> roster. I know a few people are a bit worried because um all of their content got removed from YouTube a few days ago. And people thought, oh, is this it? You know, they haven't run for a number of months because of the pandemic, you know, there's been the full shutdown for, well, for the best part of a year for them. But it has just been announced that they've signed a a full deal with Fi TV to have their weekly show power um, started up from next week, I think, or the week after back up again weekly show um, and their first pay-per-view back is coming up fairly soon as well so you know that's positive news I don't know if anyone is ever I mean I'm, I'm quite sure Bradley doesn't watch AEW he's not watched any NWA power but it's it's a unique product and it's you know homaging back to the you know territory days of wrestling you know the, the style that they've got of the, the studio type rather than the arena type and I think it works quite well for them and it is just something different
4: no, I agree with you. I mean, I I haven't watched an episode of um, NWA, but it's another platform for these stars that haven't made it in WWE to have somewhere to go. Um, and you look at the talent that they've got. You know, the, Nick Aldis is the, Nick Aldis is a really solid wrestler, but I couldn't yeah, I couldn't see him champion. He, I couldn't see him in WWE. Where would I put him? What would I have him doing? No idea. But him as the champion, you know, he's wearing the squishy suits and he's up in book stuff. You know, he looks pretty decent. They've got some good tag division, really good women's division as well. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. I, you know, I, I um, echo the thoughts that you have there. I'm glad that it's still continuing. I mean, NWA is a, a really brilliant, rich lineage. Um, I just, I hope there's a way for us UK fans to be able to watch it because, you know, I'll watch anything that's on.
3: He said it's on fight, fights available in the UK.
2: It is, but I think you've got to um, pay your subscriptions to leave and watch the, the weekly show. The weekly show itself isn't free. Yeah. That's going to be part S- of the
3: Same with AEW. AEW is actually on fight, and if you pay four ninety nine a month, you get every Dynamite episode live and on demand on fight. And then you pay the pay-per-views, which are like 19 99 a month.
4: You think free as well. I mean, that's the thing with AEW. It happens on the Wednesday, but I can't watch it until the Friday. Mine this week was really decent. It was on out past ten at night, which, if you remember back in the old WCW days when we were younger, you'd watch WCW on the TNT channel with some toast at nine o'clock at night, and you'd, you know, if your parents let you stay up, and it used to be lovely. And AEW is getting the same now. It's on the um, you know it's on the old ITV um, where you can go make a cup of tea in the breaks, and you know at past ten it was pretty decent. But sometimes you look at it, it's half past twelve, at past one, and and same with Impact. Impact's moved to this new. Five stars, oh, star, yeah. that's it. And I said to Joy, I said, Oh, well, let's check when Impact's on because I want to have a, a watch of it this week. It looks pretty decent. And it was on at two o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. Like none of us are going to town anymore. Yeah. I was going to town, coming home, I'd stick it on. Fair enough. Come on don't
3: come up. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love it. You know, I'd
5: oh, right You know, <laughs> It used to be on Bravo. That yeah, you used to be on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you used to, have to be on Bravo and Spike,
3: yeah. used to be bigger than... than Impact.
4: Impact used to be bigger than WWE at one point in the UK. They used to have a massive following. Oh, the the it's the it. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was free to air, wasn't it? It was not it? Smashed, it, it? it was it's funny, isn't it, how wrestling is shown in the UK compared to, um, you know, America and the rest of the world. You were speaking earlier about WCW. The I obviously knew of WCW, but I, I never watched it like i watched the wwf at the time you know that was the weekly wrestling program that i watched the wwf so you know i've only gone back since around maybe 2003 2004 is when i've gone back and watched the majority of wcw programming but in the late 90s early 2000s on channel five over here they showed wcw worldwide which i think was a bit like uh, what used to be like WWF Livewire or Velocity and all that kind of stuff, which was just like a a breakdown of the best bits of the show. And for for some reason, every week they just used to show Vampiro all the time. (laughs) It was just his matches and his segments. that just. I mean, that's probably not true. That's probably just how I remember it. But I remember that maybe the three or four times I ever caught worldwide, every time I switched it on Vampiro was on the TV. So, I remember getting him mixed up with Sting at one point because they were talking about Sting. And I thought, you know, well, this must be him. You know, I'm 89 years old at the time watching. And I'm thinking, well, this must be it because they're just talking about him all the time. No, it was Vampiro. They were showing up all the time. It was was some of the best. Believe me, he looks a hell of a lot different these days.
3: I I used to watch them all live. So, I used to go to sleep, wake up at like 12 o'clock, watch the first hour of Nitro and then turn it over to wwe and watch it live uh, from that point because they always used to do the first hour of nitro then they basically tried to spoil raw so you didn't turn over and then you'd obviously history but um yeah it was great because my uncle at the time used to work at kfc so by the time it finished at like 11 o'clock half 11 he got all the chicken back and we had like a bucket of like 20 pieces of chicken thrown in this bucket and it was Monday Night Raw and Night show. it was great. But, but with then, a bar- it, bargain bucket? Yeah, well, I 20 pieces of chicken just thrown in there because they were, like, because rather than throwing it away, or waste, that's what it's called,
2: waste so was it, food. So was it free? Yeah, it's free because he worked there. Yeah, so then, then it really it was a bargain bucket. It's it was the a It's true bargain.
3: bargain bucket. and' then was it for good? <laughs>
5: <laughs> Unbelievably, I've never watched
2: WW- WCW.
4: Oh, this that'll change oh, soon, Brad. I the, that will change Christ. soon.
2: I swear to Christ, that has got to be. You a haven't joke. even
3: seen one of the best promos of all time. Of so, this is where the big boys play, huh? Look at the <laughs> edge.
2: Play. play. We yeah, ain't Jonathan. here to play. And now they skip that out because it's a verb, not an adjective. <laughs> so he buggered that promo. There's some great Nitro moments, you know. Let's not forget Judy Lex Luger's Bagwell
3: debut.
2: Judy Bagwell on a pole match. Which she is not a, a pole, pole, it's a
3: forklift.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and like... let's not forget Lex's <laughs> debut, you know. What in the hell is he doing here? Well, he's got every right to be here. It's a public ball. And it's true, true. Cold
4: Scorpio as well playing basketball. Hey, you want to play some basketball?
2: Oh my god. And oh. Steve Mango McMichael. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I don't know if any of you watch um
5: or not watch follow on Instagram and um, there's a Instagram play, uh, page follow them guys at @wrestlebotch. Um they have this I thing called they're paying
2: us for that sponsor. I
5: oh, no, I'll have to I'll have to message him, uh, but they have this thing called Mongo Monday. So I'm assuming um, this is what this is that guy that I see who look like the most god awful wrestler
2: I've ever seen. He's an American football player. Really brought him to do play by play commentary on Nitro, and then worked him into the storylines. Then I'm sure he loosely became one of the Horsemen, and he um, yeah teaming up with Benoit a lot and. Um, Team Milinko and stuff like Benoit. that. Benoit. Benoit. <laughs> Benoit. Chris Benoit. And um, <laughs> yeah, just just do us a favour, Bradley. after this, just, you know, go on YouTube, Steve Mongo you won't be disappointed. I expect a full recap essay for next week's episode.
3: it always goes away with something so much great stuff though like chucky was in an episode of nitro robocop Robocop, the return
2: of robocop (laughs) (laughs) there he is walking down to help sting to break him out of that like steel like cage type thing the him on the break and he just rips that like
3: this is like...
2: rubber bar off and break down. Oh my god, it's Robo He's just torn that door in half. It's a it was made of paper. Right. Like Dan
3: Joe, I assume you used to watch a lot of go on, go on Joe, you go first and I'll go into mine.
0: I was gonna say, don't forget about walls oh,
3: The great off. and
2: powerful L's, Kevin Nash himself. <laughs> I was going to say. I assume, like
3: Dan and Joe, you watch WCW. Do you collect like the WWE or WCW DVDs or Blu-rays?
4: We don't. We don't. We had the VHSs
3: back in the day. Do you have the um, the 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 top fifty incidents in WCW? Yeah, I did. I did get that. Yeah. Have you got it? Yeah. Well, this is what we're going to do. We 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 spoke before the podcast that you might come up in after June. When we get together, we are all watching the WCW fifty incidents. And Brad you are going to absolutely love
2: it. You I look forward are. to it. It's incredible. It's incredible. Never mind going oh to the my god! god. Awesome. You will never watch another episode of WWE <laughs> again after you watch that. You'll just go by. Something you guys don't know I'm on 1998. I, it shows you how long it's been going. How long has the network been going now? Four years, seven eight years. Seven or eight years. It can't be that long, surely. Not. Yeah,
4: 2013
3: or 14. Um, WrestleMania month,
4: 24.
3: Month, WrestleMania yeah, It's 24 got to be about six years, one. isn't
4: it? Yeah. WrestleMania 24 was the last one that wasn't on the the network because that's the one that had the most people, the most buys because it was the last one. Um, right. So it's twenty. 20- I always judge by 24 was the last one that wasn't on the network.
3: That's well, over that- ten years, thanks. we 36 WrestleMania, aren't we? Hmm. Oh. What does that Bradley. say, Bradley? Twenty-four 24th of February
5: 2014.
3: But that was in the US. So that was With in the, the UK. US. It
5: was like, it like December
3: or January.
2: Later, yeah. Anyway, I had about,
3: it from the US.
2: About six months after it was in the UK, I decided to start watching WCW from the first episode. There we go, January 2015. So, in about June 2015, I decided to start watching. WCW from the beginning, as in from the first episode of Nitro. So obviously not from the beginning of the company, just from the beginning of Nitro, but watching every single episode in order, including all the pay-per-views in between. And as well. Thunder. Watching it all chronologically. Well, we just got up to like 1998 when Thunder debuts as well. So I've just started that. As well. So <laughs> obviously, as you can see, it's been what, six, seven years of me watching it. And, you know, I'm only a few years in. You know, I'm not clean. So I'm I sure
3: the did the last six, seven years. <laughs> That's
2: what I, mean. so, <laughs> I haven't been watching it every week. There's been months at a time where I haven't watched an episode. But um yeah, it is my I'm slight I, I'm looking forward to it, but slightly dreading at the same time getting to late so 1999 2000 when it gets really when so it gets we through so bad.
0: When
3: we were talking about the other week when we were talking about what, like the elimination chain and predictions, does Brad even know what the finger poke of doom is? Uh, no, of course he doesn't. <laughs> Please, wait, no. I, wait, nobody say anything. Brad, what do you think the finger poke of doom is?
5: I'm going to go off. You know when John Cena came back to WWE like a couple of years ago and he started doing <laughs> weird punch, which <laughs> um, I guess is similar to that, he just goes, yeah. <laughs> "Fair
3: enough." you'll Bradley, find out when you watch you it. You will find
5: out when <laughs> I tell you, or you can Google it, but I'm yeah. going to quickly mute myself and look on YouTube.
2: Just watch the That's finger fine. poke of doom. Well, Bradley's having a look at that to see <laughs> what the finger poke of doom is. We um we we had some big news ourselves this week uh, in respect of the WWE guys. We have a new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and his name is Bob The Lash.
0: Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Boo! By <laughs> the I will, will well. let
2: anybody take the floor on this one.
0: The Hurt Business is good business, that's all i got to say about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely love the is so, Like I have said so many times, he deserves so much more. I think both his reigns have been a bit meh, considering everything that he's done for the company, what, six Langone, years? Hang on, he
2: beat John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania to retain the yeah, world title. Yeah, that's
3: his best moment.
2: <laughs> it's his only moment.
3: Yeah, and like I said, he had that moment, but like I said, he had Alex Riley in his side back then, weren't it? That was a weird time.
2: But, uh, I think got you, John Morrison now. Sorry, you look at what you, have I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> that is called um Vince Russo booking.
3: So um, basically, yeah. I don't know if, if you listened to it or knew what happened. Basically, Kevin Nash won the title and then. Basically, Hulk Hogan was like, "I want the title back, so I'm just gonna poke you and pin you, and I'm gonna have the title back." Cheers, they, guys. They
2: were they the, the NWO. <laughs> the NWO had allegedly split up and Hulk Hogan had announced his retirement from professional wrestling because he was going to go into politics. And he was appearing on that episode of Nitro to announce that, yes, the rumors are true. Goldberg. I'm retiring. Uh, you know, yeah, Goldberg comes in. Kevin Nash beat Goldberg, didn't he? Yeah, know. it was supposed to be Kevin Nash versus Goldberg in the main event of that episode. But Goldberg got arrested for alleged assault, you know, assault in a wrestling event. Can <laughs> you believe it? Um, so, yeah. Um, so instead, Hulk Hogan said, "Go on then for me, last ever match. Even though I'm retiring after this, I'll face you, my one friend, my one-time friend Kevin Nash. I'll face you, and we'll put put the world title line. And it was all a big ploy, just so they could put the title back in Hogan. And yeah, and and that is the turning point. I'm about two episodes after that. I am on my full um, watch through, and uh, yeah, it it, it, it it it's getting bad. It's getting bad." <laughs> <laughs> But we're talking about some quality stuff now. We're talking about Bob the Lash being the world champion. Or yes, James. I'm happy. Not very happy. Daniel, you're happy.
4: Yeah, I mean, you look at the WWE title and yeah, uh, maybe five or six people you can minus out of the list, the people who've won the, the title that maybe shouldn't have won it. But you look at the people who have won it, and they're all Hall of Famers, you know, they're all big stars. And I think there's, like what, the title's been around for, I can't remember how many years, but... 60s. Yeah, and there's only been under 60 champions. Um, who, under 60 people who've, who've won that belt you know it's people who won it multiple times
3: but it's and under 60. three black champions
4: yeah. yeah yeah the rock kofi kingston and bobby lashley which is you know great to see i think he's a great figurehead for the company that's you a mental think about...
2: statistic though that isn't it there's only been three mm. african-american champions since the 60s that's quite incredible and not in a positive way but uh, you know you think of the, of
4: the people who couldn't have won it I mean you think a book of teas um a lot of people have won the world heavyweight title in WWE yeah. so they have put lights on Mark Henry on them. You
1: know, they have Mark won like, the
4: Booker world T's. title
3: but it wasn't yeah. Yeah, known as that yeah
4: yeah but you look at the WWE title The lineage of it okay, you can minus Alberto Del Rio, Jeff Hardy's title reign out of there, Jinder Mahals. Um, you know, but you look at the people who've won the WWE title, they're pretty much all Hall of Famers. I I believe in the rule that anyone who's won the WWE title deserves to go in the Hall of Fame, that's where my brain thinks of it, you know, minus Alberto Del Rio at the moment for what's going on. Um, but you think Bobby Lashley. Would he go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think he would. After the Battle of the Billionaires storyline, the stuff that he's done—you know—they put people in for less. So I'm thinking, would would he represent the WWE title well? Yeah, he's probably going to drop it at WrestleMania, but he's the champion I think that we all want. And oh, funny. we, yeah, well, we're not going to get started on that bad bunny bugs bunny guy. He's um, getting the Hall of Fame this year. He could, <laughs> he could be celebrity a celebrity wings. Win, Yeah, but you look at the, you know, the Hall of Fame. You think of. Bobby Lashley, he he is a main event dude, and he deserves a world title, and he's going to look great with a world title, Mm -hmm. and if you do eventually get the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, you know, title match, yeah, I know it's too heavy hitters, but if you show that to a person who's never watched WWE before, doesn't know what it's about, and you say, okay, watch these two guys fight. They're going to go, wow, yeah, I want to watch that. That looks insane. You have those two on a card at a major pay-per-view. not <laughs> it? Exactly, Joe, exactly. And everybody's going to want to watch it. So
3: I think Bobby Lashley, yeah, okay, his <laughs> mic works not great, but he's got MVP, so the sky's the limit. I said that they didn't need the title to make that match huge. They could just have Bobby Lashley versus Brock and it would sell by itself on any pay-per-view. But I agree that like Bobby Lashley is a good champion, deserves to be champion, I'm just saying Miz deserves more, especially after dragging out the money in the bank for so long, changing hands and then teasing it, finally cashing in and losing it a week later it's just a bit...
2: The problem with yeah. the Misses is that the book has never been strong with him. The only time, well, I say never been strong with him. Arguably, he's been booked as a strong champion before when he's been intercontinental champion, so like a mid card champion. Fair enough. But like you say, when he's had the, were, the WWE title originally, he's not yet. big. No, well, exactly. He's not yet. And you know, and this time round, you know, to be champion for a week, number one, you could go well. What was the point of him winning it anyway? He could have quite easily cashed in the money in the bank and lost. And you know, people would say, "Oh well, you know, that damages reputation." Let's be honest here. He doesn't matter about him damaging his reputation or whatnot. He's just become the world champion, lost it seven days later, and he's going to lose to Bad Bunny, Damian Priest at WrestleMania. Let's let's be honest. He is. That's what the match is going to be. John Morrison in the Miz versus Bad Bunny, Damien Priest. And you're not telling me that Bad Bunny, with his celebrity status, biggest merchandise seller at the moment, on the grandest age of them all, when they need the publicity, is going to lose to the Miz. He's not. So, Bad Bunny is going to beat the Miz. I'm not saying the Miz will take the pin full. John Morrison may very well be, but Bad Bunny will be the one that gets the pin.
3: Bad Bunny is pinning the Miz, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, even it, yeah, but I, I think he might pin John Morrison, but it could potentially be be that it could be, um, you know, that he, he pin he pins the Miz. But mm. either way, Bad Bunny is beating the Miz. At wrestlemania so you've got somebody who less than two months before will have been the world champion whether it was for a week or a month or a year whatever and they're already losing to a person who isn't even a professional wrestler so talking about reputation oh it's bad that you know he's, he's lost the world title after just a week i think it's almost irrelevant because we know what's going to happen in two months time anyway
4: i think the length yeah. of the title reign doesn't really matter too much. I mean, if I think of the people who've had the WWE title for less than a week, Rey Mysterio had it for an hour. Mm-hmm. You you know, you had, um, Kane had it for three days. Mick Foley at one stage had it for, a, was it a day or two days?
2: Kane you only know, had it for a day. You won it in the pay-per-view and lost it on Raw the night after.
4: Yeah, Mick Foley's three title reigns. I think if you add them up, and we come to 26 days, you know, you think of, and but you think of them as a performer. They're a Hall of Famer. They're amazing. You know, you look at The Miz, he's a good, you know, I, I, I agree with Jamie. The Miz deserves better. The Miz is brilliant. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He does a lot for the company. But what he's doing at the moment, he, you know, he, I wouldn't say the Miz is frustrated or annoyed. He's or, a
1: company
3: man, is he? will do what he needs And not many people are ever going to have as good of a CV as the Miz. Yeah, grant he's not going to be 16-time world champion like Fueb or John Cena. But, uh yeah. Like how many people, he, he stands out there at the moment as the only two-time grandson champion. Like, Flair never did it. Cena never did it. Taken it never did it. Kane never did it. Still does. time. Brock Lesnar but never did still
2: it. Still time. The Undertaker yeah. is going to <laughs> have that match at WrestleMania. So that's,
3: like, he deserves that accolade. I'm sure now they know about it, they're probably going to make a big deal and make somebody else do it now, just so it's not just The Miz, but yeah, he deserves do you think that that's some kind of special think. achievement. because
2: Do you think they even realised that beforehand? I
3: don't think they did. I don't no, think they exactly realized sure. it was it was a, a random, It was a
0: random wrestling fact Twitter page that Yeah. It and then it was They're probably I, looking at it now yeah, and going, Oh shit. We can make something out of this. I don't think it hits, Mr. Loose, because you know, all through Raw, you know, he's just been a chicken shit heel running away from Bobby Lashley. You said, Oh, at nine o'clock you've got a you you at nine o'clock you got to defend your title. He's like, Oh no, I've got a stomach bug. Oh I know. At ten o'clock you've got a defend your title and you know, he gets counted out. And then finally to get all the lumberjacks out, and I think they're going to turn Bobby lashley face. I really do. I mean, he's he's such a cool heel, and with the Hurt Business, I think honestly, when the fans come back, they're going to cheer the Hurt Business, and yeah. this is just a it's such a good heel that it's not—it's not going to hurt him losing to Bobby Lashley because that's just a miss. He's just like a coward. He's not going to hurt him. It, a Bobby Lashley beat him, it just makes him look strong.
3: It's similar to Daniel Bryan and The New Day, though. Like, they were heels, but they got themselves over and the fans loved them. So they started cheering for them yeah. and basically turned face out of default.
5: Becky Lynch as well.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Like Why? They, were, they were heels and then the fans loved them. And he was like, give this guy a chance
2: and was like, there you go. That was a lumberjack match, wasn't it, on Raw when he got the was, Yeah. Why did Retribution throw the Miz back in the ring when <laughs> they're heels as well? What's the, what's the book in they're there? They're
3: misunderstood. They're causing anarchy. Taran uh, you know. doesn't like Retribution. <laughs> as you can tell, every week it. Well, retribution. Why did he just stood there when it's a no DQ bet? I think it was coming and yeah, it's Not whatever.
2: that I don't like retribution. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think they're absolutely awful. I just what,
3: what's wrong with slapjack glazer taser and the other kind of azes? What slapjack and
2: Teabag Um, uh, it's it's not even the faction. It's but it's the booking. It's the booking with anyone. If you, you can't book your own talent, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If they if these were jobs in other companies and you performed like that, you would be sacked. If you were Kevin Dunn and you were a production manager in another TV show, director, anything like that, you would be sacked for outshocking shocking the direction and the- Ali Webster,
3: what are you doing in here? You're not supposed to be in here, it's a public (laughs)
2: call. It's a public Well Exactly, so I just- uh, I I thought um, Retribution had a really good show in
4: on Raw. The um, six man that they had, I actually said to Joe, this is really, before we had the main event, this is a really good match. Um, Really good, solid, like, working on it. So they, they built it well, and then they had Mustafa Ali challenge Riddle, and then well, that's booking managed in to... it. Let's
2: just beat the new United States champion, you know. It
4: starts a new feud, though, doesn't it? It mm. moves it on and starts something new. And I thought that bit was really good. But you you talk about the Lumberjacks. I mean, we try not to judge Lumberjacks in those sort of matches too much. But I look at um, the Hurt business around the ringside. When Lashley won the belt... I'm sorry. If I'm in a in a club and my leaders just went about, I'd be jumping in the ring celebrating with them. They were just on the outside, giving a bravo with me. Yeah, I don't know if you That's saw. Him. I
5: don't know if you saw it though. That I noticed. I literally first thing I saw when I was I looked around the ring. He was there? And he did. He, they, I saw them. They turned to each other and they started jumping like little girls. like going, yay! Bobby's won. And like I was like, <laughs> like, said, and then Mustafa Ali's just kind of stood there like. Hmm, I'm gonna watch this situation. And you got Drew Gulak celebrating. I'm like, hang on, where have you been? I didn't even realise you were on Raw.
4: He was applauded, and you know what? I like, I like the accolade. I like the fact he's given him the appreciation, the applause. I thought, yes, he's definitely won now because Drew Gulak has given him a round of applause. <laughs> you deserve
5: it.
3: They, love, they all started more. doing that. You deserve it.
5: It was, um, it was like with it, that um, <laughs> Kofi Kingston, when he beat Daniel Bryan, they're all doing a mosh pit in the back. Watching, watching, <laughs> him on, watching him on the screen. I was like,
2: hang on. We're. <laughs> We're going to move on in a moment to a quick rundown of Revolution AEW to FN um, this weekend. But just before we do, Bobby Lashley, we're all presuming he goes into WrestleMania as champion. He's not going to lose it to whoever, possibly the Biz in a rematch at Fastlane. So who does he face then? Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre? Oh, God, it?
4: Wait, it's going to be Drew, but I want it to be Brock.
5: I want it to be Brock. We all and want it to like it be Brock. It. I saw, I saw on Twitter. It is a legitimate every WWE fan dream match. It should be for the title.
3: Hopefully, hopefully, it's not going to happen. But my dream scenario would be, it's (laughs) Fastlane, the Miz beats the Bob Lash. Or because Brock Lesnar comes out and beats him up. You can throw that if you want, so Miz doesn't win clean. And then the Miz faces Drew McIntyre for the title at Mania. Drew wins it, whatever. And then you still have Bobby Lashley versus Brock. Because no title needs to be on the line for that match. It doesn't
2: obviously, mean the title. Obviously, but... as we get closer to it, we'll look at it. But I, I I'll say Brock Lesnar won't be a Mania, and it'll be Bobby Lashley versus Drew. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Because what else is Drew McIntyre going to do? But Miz is losing to Bad Bunny at WrestleMania, isn't he? So that's his match, right? It's bullshit. I agree, but that's what they want to go ahead with. But before wrestlemania like i say we have got AEW's um next pay-per-view coming up which is revolution 2021 it's this sunday we're not gonna we're gonna have a look at the card we're gonna have a brief look we're gonna um predict but we're not gonna include these on our prediction league because we um that's just too much for me to try and work out these come thick and fast these events at the moment so we'll just have a (laughs) a general look but I don't know. I'm I'm quite I'm quite looking forward to this one. I, I've heard that they have sold quite a few tickets for what they're allowed allocation wise. Um, so you know there should be a a fairly is, sized crowd for this. In, yeah,
3: I said, this is the thing with AEW. I've watched every pay per view, and bar one, maybe two matches, they have all been very, very good pay per views. There hasn't been a bad pay per view they've done so far. <laughs> I, I've enjoyed all of them. The only match that was kind of uh, was uh, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, but you know he cracked his head open on a concrete he did floor. I <laughs> yeah.
2: think, and then carried on. <laughs> yeah. and of, like, that,
3: that was probably the place. worst pay per view they've done that one because they had like that weird dentist match as well, and like the, the really oh, early on the Brit Baker dentist oh. match, which is a bit weird. But yeah, that show was probably the weaker show that done, but it was still a very good show if you compare it to some of the WWE crap that they've done
2: recently. Yeah, uh, I mean, I th- I think that I the match card for revolution to be fair looks very good i i presume it's going to be a decent match like i say we'll have a, a quick run through the matches now this is in no particular order but we've got the young books um defending the tag team titles against the inner circles chris jericho and mjf Um obviously yes. um chris jericho and mjf number one contenders in, mjf in is oh, oh. the
3: best like superstar in the past 12 months like everything he does on the mic is amazing when they did the whole presidential stuff where he was basically saying you want mjf for champion kind of thing in all of his promos and then bischoff came out and stuff to do like all these debates and stuff mjf is the best thing in wrestling right now
2: and I think he's he'll be a future AEW World Champion, and it wouldn't surprise me if he's you know a two-time
3: ring as well. He he's kept his ring mm.
2: for another year. He, the the diamond ring exactly. But mm. I think I, I I'll go with I'll go with the young bucks retaining on this mm. one, just because I I have a feeling that with everything that's been going on with Sammy Guevara lately, he'll somehow get involved and unfortunately cost Chris Jericho and MJF the match. So that's my unofficial prediction. Unless MJF turns on Jericho, I
3: don't
4: know, but... That's what I was leading on to, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a hard one to predict cause, I mean, Jericho was supposed to be going off last year for his Fozzie tour, before... Yeah, this whole, his COVID tour. Yeah, before the COVID hit. Um, But the whole storyline with MJF and Jericho is MJF's trying to take over the inner circle and he's trying to get himself a faction and be basically the new Jericho. So I'm thinking, well, is the split coming in this match or are they going to win the titles first? And then the split, because I mean, Jericho is a title collector. He wants to have the tag belts, probably get the TNT title maybe a year down the line. So is the split going to come in this match or is the split going to come maybe two or three months after they win the belt? Because with the Bucks, I think the Bucks wanted to have the belts just to say that they won the titles, but they don't really need the titles. They're EVPs.
2: I don't know if they need to move to on to move face or, not. or heel at the minute, the Bucks. This is what I don't like about the Young Bucks is one week the heels, one week the face. I, I don't understand the booking with them
4: i think they're meant to be face i mean is their dad got beat up and conveniently had blood in his hands to slap on the back of a van Oh, that was such a bad segment <laughs> oh, dreadful segment
3: what the are they, they, doing? Like, they have the like they don't have writers do they so it's the wrestlers coming up with all of these storylines themselves and you can again, tell as well a lot, a lot of them are very good like if you have a good like wrestler Who's had a bit of history and knows how to do stories? Like they, they are good, some of them, a lot of them. Like MJF is like 24 years old and he's doing promos better than the world champions in the WWE. <laughs> I, I <laughs> do
4: generally... enjoy
3: the MJF promos,
4: mind. Mm-hmm. I, you know, the work, that like you said, the work he's been doing the past year or so as a character. And before AEW started up, he went on Jericho's podcast and he mm-hmm. cut a two hour promo <laughs>
3: yeah, it's in character. And, and I he does. It, he's it the same now. on Twitter as well. He's like literally but like, and on Cameo, he's five hundred dollars on Cameo just because you don't want to do them. Oh. <laughs> just get just get Chavo Guerrero twenty quid. You'll you'll tell you I'll
5: how to get
4: rubbish out
2: your I'll garden.
5: Tar- I'm you should t- you should take the bag and put it on their door. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: who will we um, who we go with then? Young Books? or? Yeah, Young I'm Bugs. going with
3: Jericho. I'm oh. going with Jericho. Yeah. And MJF. I-, I would love Jericho and MJF because again, it's it's had my favourite segment, but probably in the fat last five years. The dinner debonair is one of my favourite
5: things ever. I'm going to go a no contact. now. I'm going um, Jericho in MJF. Do you know what
3: nice. MJF stands for,
2: Brad? Michael Gene Fox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on to the next match. That's ridiculous. We've got a women's title match. We've got Hikaru Shida, Nyla Rose, the Beast Nyla Rose and Riho in this instance. The AEW so we've got, Nia Jax herself. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, uh, uh, yeah. Well, it's. I sorry, I've read that out incorrectly. I've got it down as a triple threat, there, but it's not. It's going to be Nyla Rose or Rio. I think they've got a match tonight, as in recording. It's
4: not Rio, is it? It's um somebody else. We're a Japanese competitor. I don't think it's Rio. I think she did. She get through, or was it somebody else that went on that one?
2: Oh, I might be mistaken. Then I thought we had Rio down.
4: So I think she got. She lost early on in the brackets, didn't she?
2: Oh, I'm not sure. Ah, it's, um, good point. It's, it's Ryo, or it's spelled R-Y-O, so that's not Rio, is it? No, um, what
4: they've basically been doing, they've had a, um, a women's eliminator. They've had the
2: international tournament. They've had, like, a Japanese
4: side and then the AEW side of things, so Nyla Rose has won that side of things. She beat, uh, Britt Baker. In the semis, and now they've got this skill um, qualifying tonight or something. As, yeah, I think they've got the finals of the tournament, but they're going against Hikaru Shida. Yeah. Shida's been a brilliant champion, she might be my favorite women's champion out of the ones that they've had. Um, we could see it, you know, after a, um, a, t- a tournament sort of thing, you could see a new champion, but I mean, I'm favoring Hikaru Shida to retain. that. She's a brilliant champion, keep the belt on her. I don't see why they need to take it off her.
2: I am going exactly the same. I'm going for the champion retaining in this one, yeah, same. <laughs> Jamie Joe, uh,
0: Shida as well. Yeah, retain.
2: lovely. Moving swiftly on, Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. Now, the, this big, money the match. big money match, oh my goodness, the winner of this match receives the losers' 2021 first yearly quarter earnings. I mean, for Christ's sake, for God's sake, um, yeah, Is it Adam- Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I we see. Yeah. Um, let's dog, hope dog not. Coin. For Adam Page's sake, he won't know. Um, yeah, Adam Page, he's the future star. Uh, it, it makes no sense for Matt Hardy to win this personally, not to me anyway, so add Adam Page.
4: I'm going yeah. off on a, um, a thing. They've been doing something with the Dark Order for a while. Is he or is he not going to join the Dark Order? I think they're going to help him again, and then he's going to join and potentially be one of the new leaders of Dark Order.
2: Adam Page. What if they throw a twist in this and the new leader is Matt Hardy and they help Matt Hardy?
4: Um, they wouldn't do that because with Matt Hardy, he's helping private parties, he- helping
3: oh, H- he's
4: helping H202 yeah. or Hybrid nah. Faction 2, whatever they're called.
3: we just get it started.
4: <laughs> Mate, that was the best theme music ever and they got rid of it within two months. I used to love that music.
3: It was great. I saw, I saw, it is because I always got confused really early on between private party and what they called.
2: In uh, I know what you mean. In um, the the, what they the, the Street the, profit, the Street,
3: street prophet. They're basically the exact same team, but I've always got confused which one keeps going. Ah! Every time they jump over the ropes, he always screams, <laughs> doesn't he? The Street but, racist. Uh,
2: That's racist. No,
3: like racist. you know what I mean. If you if you watch it's AEW racist.
2: with the. Um... <laughs>
3: Um, with them it just look every time he jumps over and he's, he he's
2: trying to talk himself out of those racial <laughs> remarks he's getting them mixed up no i this... agree it's the same gimmick it's exactly the same gimmick on two different
4: <laughs> versions this match has had a really good build well slightly good build the past couple of weeks it started off with um, matt Hardy. he's been trying to get everybody a lot of exposure and he said to um hangman page we're going to a bar you know i'll pay for the the entire night and have as much to drink as you like they were doing this thing where Hangman was drinking triple whiskeys and Matt Hardy was pretending to, but he was chucking it on the floor um, and then apparently he signs a contract to say, yeah, you can have my earnings or 40 or 50%, but actually it was just a signature for a match, um, which is really cool. But also you've seen the dark order in the background of loads of shots going, Oh, why, why aren't you our friends? Um, and there's a tag match on that's tonight, which will have happened after this podcast has aired, but, um, yeah, it lo- it's looking like the Dark Order, they need somebody new to lead them because they're not really moving anywhere. Hangman Page could be the guy.
2: Good job. Yeah. I think we'll move swiftly on from the Myro and Kip Sabian versus best friends match. I have no preference on this one. Um, I'll go for. Does anybody even I'm know who Myro Kip is?
0: <laughs> Miro. It's Miro.
2: Best S- it, man. <laughs> Oh, he knows that. If that was a that was a quick Google.
5: That one, bloody hell! Oh, because I miss Rusev. Every day was Rusev day, and then it got
2: crushed. Uh, I'll it go with crushed. him and uh, and Kip Sabian winning this one.
4: See, I'm yeah, going with uh, Orange Cassidy and uh, Charles. Charles, course,
2: the Orange butler. Cassidy
3: is the second best thing in <laughs> Charles the Butler, absolute awful. I but love- if you watch the
4: promos for it, it was all because of Kit sabian's wedding with Penelope mm. Ford, and um was it Miro got handcuffed to the bottom rope, <laughs> pushed Penelope Ford into a cake, and Miro started ripping open presents, going right, let's find out what's going on, and it ended up having Orange Cassidy under a, a cake. And then all hell broke loose. And apparently, Miro now wants to beat up the Orange Cassidy. So the I Orange think yesterday. I think it'll be Orange Cassidy and Charles, as they're calling him. I think they'll pick up. The Chuck way.
0: Taylor in it, yeah. I mean, especially rest- yeah. rest- yeah. when rest- a woman don't get married in a wrestling ring. Don't they know this? Has there been any successful wedding before?
5: I remember what? I remember when I was little, Savage
2: and Elizabeth.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I what did when, you watch, Brad? I remember when I was little, I generally thought Teddy Long died. Why? <laughs> when? Because I was five. Do you remember when he was getting married in the ring and he started having a fit? Who did Teddy Long
2: get married to?
0: Alicia Oksana. Oksana? <laughs>
2: oh, for God's sake, you were not five when that happened. That was only about five years ago, wasn't it? When was that again? I'm Teddy Long of, hasn't been GM certain...
3: for about 10 years. Oh,
2: my God. God. The <laughs> time just goes too quickly for me. Like I said, this is what happens when it is in the early 30s.
4: So yeah, was it Oksana that he was marrying? But then it turned yeah. out that she was going out with Cesaro. Oh. And then Cesaro made his debut.
2: <laughs> and she disappeared and got released. Yeah. <laughs> That's the issue with that. We've um, we've got the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal for the number one contenderships for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. So we've got Bear Country versus Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order versus Eva Luna and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order versus santana and ortiz versus the butcher and the blade versus private party versus top flight versus tba it's so like
3: something i'll just throw into my uh, tew just to throw in some tag
2: team Just
3: some of them in the card so they're on the car but there you go well, guys here's a five-man tag match just for them
2: <laughs> who do we think is going to win this in? and do we think that the the tba the Team that's yet to be announced, it's going to be a surprise entrant or just somebody who's just going to be announced on Dynamite tonight. Um,
4: no, it's definitely not going to be Shaquille. (laughs) He's he's got a match match on
2: Dynamite tonight, Annie, if it goes ahead.
4: Dreadful. I think it's going to be. I'm going to pick uh, Top Flight. They've been having a few really good matches lately, Wrap into the ring. I'm going to pick Top Flight.
0: I've got Butcher Blade.
3: Um, Hurricane is going to sign with AEW, they're going to bring (laughs) back the big show in the Hurricane. Were they even a tag team? It was Caden
2: Hobby
4: Came <laughs> winning. Okay. Yeah, won a TLC match.
2: I will go with one of the two dark order tag teams to win just. John Silver of with obviously... the
3: smallest arms in history. Have um... you seen his arms?
2: <laughs> well, I if you have the
3: picture of him lifting the title, he's like this. <laughs> but he's got <laughs> full arms. Like it's full pure muscle, but he's like this. <laughs> I, I
2: think I think one of the Two dark order teams will win just because obviously of you know it's still quite fresh in everyone's mind the Brody Lee tragedy that we had so i I think they'll want to pay homage to that by the dark order being the new number contenders other than that, I think that the team that hasn't been announced yet will probably be FTR yeah
3: that'd be pretty cool yeah I'd like that
2: they won't win but i'll I'll, I'll go with. I'll go with them I'll um, go for, if it's
3: like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, that would be great, but
2: probably not. Oh, well, I
5: know. I'm going to go with a, team.
2: a
3: TV. He's going to like Brad's going for Booker yeah, T and Bad got Bunny. Cross <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
2: Bad Bunny is going to be the highest merchandise seller across it all Yeah, across. Yeah, but
3: Snoop Dogg might come back. Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Shaq. No. Shaq <laughs> and Kobe. Oh, we, wait.
2: We... <laughs> we've we've got the ladder match we were talking about bloody multi-man ladder matches and of course has to have one this is being billed as the face of the revolution ladder match in other words it's just the number one contender for the tnt championship match this has got another tba in it so there's a, a another surprise entrant in this so it's the surprise entrant versus cody rhodes scorpio sky lance archer um either preston vance or max caster they haven't decided yet and pentagon jr um so again i i I don't i think i think lance archer needs the win on this more than anyone just because they booked him to crap since he came in so i i will say lance archer wins this because am i am i getting him mixed up with brian cage wasn't there a ladder match about a year ago and was that uh, probably yeah, yeah. so? We, I Conflict. think then, yeah, I think Lance Archer will do it this time and he will he'll win the ladder match for the future championship. Um, other than that, I'm not quite sure who the I mean, could it be Paul White? Could Paul uh, White be the name? The, the could, mystery could pack
0: in there?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's not doing anything else, is he? No. He
3: had a few good promos recently, though, didn't he? Like just chilling at home, like. Just been chilling in Newcastle, like I'm ready to fucking fight, man. Well, that sounds like a good problem, that. I just figured out all my fucking wrestling like gimmicks tonight. I've got like three. Like literally, it's just gonna be are they on the podcast or just a whole podcast? Yeah, they were here. We swear. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Do we have any other predictions on that one? That's say No, I think I think
4: I agree with you, Lance Archer. I watched um, the latest episode of AEW Dynamite, and he had a match with Ray Phoenix to qualify. Really decent match. Um, but yeah, I think they, they need to build him up. They need to give him some sort of title because he is getting on. But to be fair, he's doing really well. I mean, you look at what he was doing in WWE when he was Lance Hoyt. He, he was dreadful. They didn't do anything with him. But since he's gone to um, New Japan, built a name for himself. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that When I think he needs a title push. So Cody's
3: going to win. <laughs> so Cody's going to win.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The person who needs it the least is going to win. Um, we're now getting on to our last two matches one that i think most people are uh, cautiously looking forward to it's the tag both team ways. Street both vibes.
3: ways looking cautiously because <laughs> to have it in aew the the main event as well is going to be crazy but we'll talk about oh, that in a moment
2: so we've got the tag team street vice it is team tals brian cage and ricky starks versus darby <laughs> allen and, and it's Sting! The first wrestler
3: the... that he's actually heard of. <laughs>
2: <Brad>. <laughs> the first WCW wrestler he's heard of, Bradley, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> he took a power bomb on Dynamite last week. Um so he, he he can take a bump. Um this this is a diff not necessarily a difficult one for me to predict because They'll be stupid not for Sting and Darby Allen to win this, but Brian Cage and Ricky Starks to me just uh, probably should never have been booked in the first place because again another one who the, very much like Lance Archer they haven't booked Brian Cage well at all. He's supposed to come in as a powerhouse and hasn't won anything, and now he's going to lose to Darby Allen and Sting, a sixty odd year old, and I, I I can't see Sting put put it this way. Touch wood, this doesn't happen, of course. And fingers crossed, it doesn't. Let's say something happens in this match that buggers sing up again. You know, he's not wrestled since, what is it, 2015 when he injured himself against Seth Rollins and retired and thought that was going to be it. Imagine something happens in this match that does really does end his career this time and goes, no, I do have to hang it up, that's it. But they booked him to lose. His first ever match in WWE, lost at WrestleMania to Triple H. And then if he loses this, his first ever match in AEW and potentially can't wrestle again, that that shits on his legacy as one of the greatest WCW wrestlers of all time. So he can't lose this. So Darby Allen and Sting go over.
5: I think this was, I think he should never have come to this point in the first place. I really don't think.
3: I mean, Mick Flair was doing it in TNA and WCW, but he never really had those bad injuries. He was just still, still, still got going. It. <laughs> yeah whereas sting like you said this is why wwe have precautions within the company to make sure you're not going to end up paralyzed i mean granted like daniel bryan nearly broke his neck same with edge and you're like no you cannot wrestle again but they have somehow like passed tests this is why they have these tests in there if they came if they if daniel bryan left and went to ring of honor and got paralyzed he wouldn't be where he is now would he Uh, this is why they have precautions to protect the wrestlers as much as don't agree with it i mean still. he's
2: going to be protected in this match isn't he let's be honest this is why it's a tactic yeah unless a tag take a, team street fight Can i, I
3: said it? i said it a, i said it a few weeks ago the only way that something could happen which is more safe for sting would be take a power bomb through a counter desk and be out of the match for 15 minutes
2: i go literally just have Darby yeah. Home, win it. Yeah. yeah
3: done easy like obviously just make sure vicky starts and fucking break your neck while he's power bombing <laughs> you through it or whatever but you know that, that that's the way I can maybe see it happening, and then they just literally just double team Darby Allen for fifteen minutes, absolutely destroying him. Which but we, would make, which still make them look strong. Yeah. Sting's protected, and they still get the win at the
2: end. But we are all saying that Sting and Darby Allen are going. Go Nobody's yeah. going against the grain on that, surely, are they? No. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's what I thought. You'd be mad to think, otherwise, naturally, Team Taz will be victorious now. They'll destroy Sting and end his career, and it will be
4: over.
2: It brings us on to our main event.
4: Now, this one,
2: we have Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Championship against the former champion, John Moxley. I really have no interest in who wins this match particularly because to die I'm not a fan of Kenny Omega and the slightest. John, Moxley, I think he's I very, very
3: overrated.
2: Lee. Yeah, I think he's very overrated. John Moxley, um, I can take on Lee, but I don't mind him. I don't care who wins this. Kenny Omega will retain. I don't care that he'll retain. I just am very, very interested to see how they are going to pull off the exploding barbed by a death match
3: but this the thing though they've both had experience in new japan i I, don't think maybe kenny omegas had one i'm not 100 sure maybe maybe john moxie's had one i know he's had more than
2: one he's had death matches so yeah he's definitely that's what i was going to say he's had
3: all of that so they've definitely got experience within the match the good thing with tnt and what they're on they can basically do whatever they want they don't have to worry about blood or violence this is what they're going for isn't it? it's kind of like the attitude era so i'm pretty sure they're just going to have just going to be carnage hopefully and it's going to be
2: great do we think people will be disappointed though do we think people are setting themselves up to think that this is going to be blood and guts bar by deathmatch and it will be you know, a hardcore match, and it will be semi violent, but it just won't be what people are thinking. There'll be glass
3: tubes. Cool. Someone's gonna have their back bloodied open. Do
2: you reckon? There's gonna
3: both faces are gonna be bloody by the end of it. There's gonna be a bit which could make you excruciating. They go when they've got like a clump on their face, like, and he's gonna go to his eyes with the barbed wire, and he's like and he's got it like right there on his like eyelids, and he's like Ugh! It's gonna be something like that.
2: Why can't and they just have a nice, be beautiful, you know? They have a one call to the finish, single <laughs> yeah. submission match. You know, keep it pretty, keep it nice but, for the audience. But moment. again, this, this is
3: something that WWE will never do, and I'm pretty sure. Mitch the potted
4: plant do. on a pole match. Yeah, like,
3: <laughs> oh, they, they can't do it in WWE, <laughs> so it's something unique that AEW can do for the American audience. Because again, not a lot of people will know what do you know what New Japan is, but they don't know exactly what kind of matches or the a lot of people are going to be intrigued to watch
0: their first ever. Maybe they'll enjoy it and go and watch New Japan's. Yes. Um, but- FM, FMW did it like, years ago. Like they were like the originators before ECW, Like the death matches it was on FMW. Um, a guy who's on AEW Dark a lot, his name was Dr. Luther, he basically yes. invented the death match, And then they did it on ECW and now they're bringing it back. But I'm I'm same as you guys, I'm thinking that they're just going to It'll be barbed wire, it'll be gimmick barbed wire and the explosions will be like party poppers.
2: Yeah, I think. People are building themselves up for you with a greater expectation of what it's going to be i'm sure it'll still be entertaining. if you could use the word entertaining for an exploding bar wide death match you know what i mean when i say that it will be insane enough i just don't think it'll be as there'll be some people out there hoping it's a you know czw death match it won't it won't, it won't I'll be no. very surprised if it is i mean it the one be. that
3: one so much pay like money now anyway they wouldn't yeah. want to put themselves through that they don't need to
2: do we um do we think though that kenny omega's going to retain is there anyone here that thinks john moxley's gonna win it back
3: no, no. I, I'd, no, I'd love him too, but the whole thing—the building towards the whole merger kind of crossover with Impact, aren't they? So Kenny Omega's already over there; he's already built connections. So I assume it's going to be him versus Goose Moose and whoever he's called over there. So. <laughs> Well, they've got moose versus rich swan um their next
4: video two swans, swans, swans and mooses
3: swans and mooses they're just... unifying the um impact
4: and, and and um tna world titles it's an official title now Thank so they've God. finally it's taken them about a year but they're finally they made that title official and I is think, it well, a ladder like,
2: match said,
3: with both titles on top as well
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> gonna be a multi-bad ladder match you know?
3: <laughs> no man it's just gonna be a ladder match yeah. but both belts are gonna be hanging above i the think belt, it's just
2: yeah. a match, isn't it and, at the moment anyway well, it's, into it's
4: technically it's already it. been I, taped i know who's won it um oh, but enough, i won't spoil it done. for the i won't spoil it for the crowd um right. but yeah it, it's decent and i'm excited to see this Is person their name, face
3: Omega. was their name something that could be translated into an animal
4: yeah yeah it was an animal <laughs> that won <Yeah. laughs> not not a hawk it was an animal Does that the winner's name
2: <laughs> rhyme with um Goose or Tron?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, let me just say, you guys won't be able to handle this.
5: Oh, Christ. You've got it all Can't wrong. You've got it all wrong. Rhino is back.
4: Rhino's been there for ages.
5: Yay. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's now. back two years just ago i think you another animal <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well that's uh um, that's revolution this sunday anybody staying up to watch it live or are we all watching it yes. next day? AEW? i don't uh, even know what we've been talking uh, about for
5: the last 20 what does
3: the ew stand for brad
5: <laughs>
3: an erect willy <laughs> to be fair, anyway, nice. on sunday it will be <laughs> it will be but...
2: <laughs> no don't get it caught on the barbed wire will you there will be lo- oh yes there, there will, will be people lo- as john kramer jigsaw himself says dan have you got a quiz for us to finish off this week's show
4: i do but i mean it's not a question in the quiz but are you are you guys ready are you ready no i said, said. i said are you ready
3: then, then.
2: <laughs> for the Sticks listeners in attendance.
3: And for the four question
2: <laughs> Here we go. Okay,
3: go if your it.
4: pens and papers are ready, let's My get keyboard started is ready on with, with has Google. this week's quiz. All about the Wish there was music, but we oh well. Um, we we'll get started with your question number one. Nice and easy to break you in. Who counted the pinfall in the main event of WrestleMania 14?
2: Oh right, yeah, of course.
4: So, who counted a pinfall in the main event, WrestleMania 14?
2: AEW alumni.
4: <laughs> okay, in number two, um, Brad. I feel sorry for you on this one, but can you, you name me? Please, can you name me the three members of the Mean Street Posse? Oh, I
2: can name one. <laughs>
4: three this, this is a cheat
1: yeah,
2: if he so gets she, even one he's googled it is so this a brad, point she, for each yes it's a point for each right, McMahon had
4: a little um a, affiliation with some friends who used to wear tank tops there was three members can you name them point each oh, right,
2: yeah,
4: I, I, <laughs> and it's really important brad that you can name at least one of them for the next question or
5: hmm. well, for this question
4: or the next one no no for number three it links so in are number three, while you are thinking on that? Which of the three has won the hardcore title the most? So they've all won the hardcore title, but one of them has won it twice.
2: Well, Which one has won it? I'll have to put the only one I know down, because that's the only one I know, but I think that might be right. I'm sure he won it at least Surely once. Surely it has to be. At WrestleMania 16. He was a legend.
3: Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? <laughs>
2: Probably How you, shame it, how you it,
5: doing, bro? Brad?
4: Have you managed to think of somebody?
5: I'll be happy if I get one point in this entire quiz so far.
4: Ah, no, you'll be point.
5: fine.
4: I'm sure you'll be fine. Okay, so you're number four. Who did Brie Bella defeat in her first WWE match?
0: Brie Mode! <laughs>
2: what year would that have been? I'm trying to... Oh, dry. Right, okay. Right, yeah. Go on then. Let's move swiftly on from that one. I've got that. Okay.
4: So your number five between 2015 and 2021, which is the only year not to feature a fast lane pay
2: per view. Between what year? 2015 and 2021. Started
4: in started in 2015. Obviously, we got 2021. You know, coming up in the next couple of weeks, which is the only year that's not featured a fast lane. Okay. And I'll I'll give you a free one in 2017. It was in Wisconsin, in the Bradley Arena.
2: Oof. Oh. Oof. Where's Wisconsin, um, Bradley? It's in America. Oh, yeah, I've, I've half a point. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, guys, number six, nice and easy. The Giant Gonzalez. Yes. Is from which country?
2: Oh, no. Is he, what, like, what country is he built from?
4: Yeah, he died in that country as well. Just oh. to lighten the mood. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> As it says on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, no idea. But don't right. tell him that. Brad's Googling Wikipedia
3: now. <laughs> it says on Wikipedia where he's from.
5: Oh, no, I'm on, I'm on Ask
0: Jeeves.
3: <laughs> right.
4: You're number seven, guys. Which title does John Cena need to win to become a Grand Slam champion?
2: Yeah, it's got to be.
4: It's gonna
3: be Kate. to Which is weird to think that he's never won this title. I just...
5: oh, can't. I spell it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Look the around. US. He can't spell the US. Yeah. I'm gonna say that, but...
4: It was an article that was out a couple of weeks ago where it showed like all of the wrestlers if they won the last title they would be Grand Slam champions, and I, I think it was um, Seamus. They showed the one that he's been chasing for ages and. All the different ones, tags and stuff. I mean, you look at people like Cena, he's won the tag title four times. You look at the people who he's tagged, and him, he doesn't
3: even have a
4: tag. You, you, yeah. you know, it's just been random just to, um, Why wrestler's story.
2: Grand Slam champions without winning the 24 7 title if it's a recognized champ singles. Cause bad bunny it, and they're never going to be able to get it back off him now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hopefully, he retires the belt. Uh, yeah, hmm. I hope so. No, to be fair, though, the okay, you the bit- is great. <laughs> I
2: do love that. Oh, it's,
4: it's brilliant. You're number eight, guys, so point each. Can you name me the two wrestlers who were in the first ever WrestleMania match?
2: Oh, Christ, first I can name one. Match.
4: First ever WrestleMania match. Who are the two people in it? I'll give you a clue. One person defeated the other person.
2: Oh, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm Thank gone. Thank you for that. Right, I'm gone. That'll take. I think I've got one, if not both.
5: Just naming
2: Brilliant. the wrestlers. Who's an old wrestler to you, Brad? Gobbledygooker, hardcore Holly. <laughs> oh, gobbledygooker.
1: Meven. Meven.
4: Brad, watch, rest, uh, watch Royal Rumble 2000. <laughs> Zach Gowen.
3: Zach <laughs> Gowen. But, Brad, do you know who
1: Zach okay.
4: Gowen is? No. <laughs> he had uh, one leg. He didn't have a leg to stand on with that question. Oh, was that the, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. the
5: one that Brock Lesnar his leg of threw into yeah,
4: <laughs> <him> into the <laughs> table. Someone.
5: Yeah, I know. And then he shouted at his mum.
4: That's it.
3: <laughs> he shouted at his mum.
4: Okay, um, your number nine, guys. Which pay-per-view did Chris Jericho win the undisputed title where he yes. beat The Rock Yes, and Austin in the same night? I don't need the year, just the name of the paper. No, one know, know the I'm year
2: saying. as well.
4: Ah, check you out. Uh number ten for Brad, because he loves his NXT. Oh, I Corey you did Graves. That bunny. <laughs> he loves his bad bunny. Corey Graves has won the NXT tag team titles. But who is his tag partner? Oh,
2: no. Yeah, got it. I'm pretty sure. I'll accept
4: any of the applicable names for him.
2: Yeah, that'll do sod it.
4: Bo Dempsey.
2: <laughs> right, let's go for it. Let's see how many questions Bradley's got. Like, right like <laughs> neither that. Let, let, Let's go. Let's go for Bradley's answers first. Each yeah, time. make sure he's not okay. cheating.
4: <laughs> okay, so you're number one. Who who came the pinfall in the main event of WrestleMania 14? Who is it, Brad?
3: Donald Trump. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I hope it's Mike <laughs> Joe, Tyson. Joe, what are you? it's Mike Tyson.
0: Stick. It's got to be stick.
3: <laughs> it's not Steve,
0: it's, it's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson.
4: Can
2: I ask He's what
5: was WrestleMania 14? 98. 98. There we go. Again, the, that's why I don't. With know. the pigeons. It's the
3: best WrestleMania. Have you not gone back and
2: watched them all? Charles Michaels versus
3: Stone Cold with Mike Tyson as the special enforcer.
2: <laughs> that is the fastest pinned count in history as well. Two, three. <laughs> <Yeah>. He, <just laughs> started, the he does it.
3: He does it.
4: Bradley Bradley Bradley. <laughs> Can you name me the three members of the Mean Street Posse?
5: Scotty Too Hearty, Grandmaster Sexy and Rhino.
3: <laughs> and Rhino has got the wrong
2: third guy. Rhino.
3: In 2 cool. <laughs> that, That's not even the right faction.
4: Can you guys give me any of the names?
2: The only one no. I know it is. Oh, no. I, right. I'm going to think. Did you need the surnames as well? No. Is what right? Pete gas
4: yeah yeah
2: there's one of them called Rodney yeah, yeah. I only yeah. know them two. Right. Rodney and Pete gas
4: and jo- and Joey abs oh, Joey, Joey. <laughs> Joey's fine you can have Joey it's Joey and Joey abs <laughs> and um who won the uh hardcore title the most
5: well, well
4: I guess well, it's, not rhino. it's not Rhino no <laughs> uh
2: Pete um, gas P- it is it is Pete gas yeah, Gass, yeah.
4: And um, who did Brie Bella defeat in a first on, WWE Bradley. match?
2: Come on, Bradley. Alicia Fox. I put that. What if it's right? I put Fishtratas.
0: Joe. Michelle McCall. She ain't a lady to mess with. Ugh. Victoria. Oh,
2: bloody hell. How degrading. Vervo it's Victoria. not in the quiz, but who and was the person woman's champ.
4: who was the, who was the uh, diva or wrestler to expose twin magic? It's not a, it's not a question in this quiz, but.
2: Um. Oh, I remember that's this a question? Was no. no. Was I, it um? Gillian Hall <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> with a wart. No, I it remember wasn't it really. though
5: because they grabbed onto the legs, didn't they? And they come out the other side. Yeah. yeah no, I remember. That's that. it. Yeah. It was
3: Natalia.
2: Was it? Yeah. Ah, the bit, bit of, of a thing on
3: that show.
4: Yeah, man. Okay, year number five between two thousand and fifteen and two thousand twenty-one. Which was the only year not to have a fast lane, people, you know, you know, it's not 2017 because it's was at it the Bradley Arena. Well, that's what, what, what year are we thinking? Go on, 2020. 2020. It is and I 2020. Last year. Yeah, yes. last year 2020. Yes. Well done. How do you guys have oh, 2020 Jamie, vision Jamie on that question? put
2: 2019.
4: Well, I definitely did <laughs> because there wasn't one last year. <laughs> okay, guys, the giant Gonzalez. where is he from?
3: Latvia. Latvia I, I thought it was somewhere South American <laughs> so I no. put Costa Rica
2: I have no idea right well I, I Costa Rica is
3: Central America but you know <laughs> close.
4: Um, <laughs> Peru. My part, you close know.
2: is it Peru Super my Argentina, Taren, oh, what I you go Alaska I have no idea
4: Alaska's America um so it is Argentina yeah, yeah, bloody. I knew
2: it's South right. America I get a point for the continent
4: no, I knew it no, was
3: somewhere past the UK. You
4: put a Central American country, so if anything, if anything, if anything, it should be minus. <laughs> <laughs> OK, guys, uh, your next question. What title does John Cena oh. need to win to be a Grand Slam champion? Come on,
3: Bradley. the IC title. Thank. He couldn't even you, spell it, he just he put IC. He couldn't <laughs> spell IC. <laughs> well, I, I have. I'm not going to show you No, look, he's
2: showing the rest of his answers. What did you get for number eight, Bradley? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah the
4: intercontinental title guys yeah. that's that's correct um so can you name me the two wrestlers who were in the first ever wrestlemania match go on brad
5: bob Backlund versus bruno, <laughs> bruno
2: <laughs> no, he wasn't <laughs> I, I went time. for tito santana versus yeah. don morocco oof it's the executioner it's not don morocco is it oh it's the executioner of course it is. i knew tito santana was one tito
4: santana versus the executioner correct yeah. Okay, which pay per view did uh, Chris Jericho win the um, undisputed title?
2: Come on, Brad. I just put New Year's res- Revolution. Oh my god. Oh, days, Brad. this then? It was Vengeance. vengeance it was please.
4: Vengeance of 2001.
3: Two. New, yeah. New Year. Yeah. I didn't know what the pay per view was called. What?
4: You got the year, <laughs> did you say? <laughs> yeah. No, it was okay, 2002,
2: and two, wasn't
4: it? Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. You can get a point no, up on this. It was one.
2: 2002.
4: 2001.
2: But the Survivor Series was in 2001 in November when they.
4: Yeah, it was a pay per view after.
2: Did, was it at the end of the year? Yeah. In December was it? Yeah. Did they have that instead of Armageddon? Did? They? Yeah, because the Royal Rumble was after
4: that, and then it was Triple ah, H winning the Royal fairly. Rumble, and then they built up the Triple H versus. At, at 2002 WrestleMania. Yeah. I'll
3: give you. Uh, that. But Bradley, Bradley Bradley Bradley. Anyway. Fun fact though, Bradley Bradley. Put in I put did... I, who... I was just going over. Yeah, the go for it. Just to make sure it was *Vengeance* 2001 because you're having that argument. It says on here, yeah. this was the final WWF pay per view to air on Channel 4 in the UK. Oh, wow. well,
2: well, well, you're not having any extra points, you dick.
3: <laughs> I <don't>, I googled <laughs> that. <laughs> I
2: googled it. That's how we know the <laughs>
4: number 10. What? I already Co- know that one. Bradley, Corey Graves, who did he tag with? to win the NXT Tag
5: Titles? I have no idea. I just put Neville. Yeah, so it did it. I. You got it. a point. <laughs> Drathley,
4: we
2: got it
5: right. We got it right.
4: <laughs> Adrian Neville, they held it for like two or three weeks. I, I didn't it know, it but
2: else. Dan kind of gave it away by going, oh, I'll take any name he's known by. And the only person I could think of was Pack and Neville.
4: OK, guys, <laughs> we get let
2: me know point point
5: how much you've scored.
3: And execution a you know, point each. Yes, point for each.
2: Oh,
5: I got, I yeah. got 11. No you didn't. <laughs> I I got I got three.
2: <laughs> the <laughs> true
3: brother's come out. Eleven I got, I
2: got. No, you didn't. Well I did. No, I got eight.
4: <laughs> oh. Go on, Joe. Jamie, what'd you get? Oh Joe, go on.
5: Ten.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh hang what'd on, you get, that Jamie? means he's finally
4: <laughs> off the um... I got eleven. Oh mate, well dead.
5: Oh you said seven. So That's
4: Jamie 11. finally has
5: a point we've now for winning the quiz. Yeah.
2: So
3: the leaderboard looks: at, Brad. at the bottom alphabetically, Brad's
2: on two, and the rest of us are on one. So we've all at least got a point.
3: <laughs> we're all winning
2: Costa Rica,
4: <laughs> that lovely well, South American country.
2: Thank you very much, Daniel, for your quiz this week. I don't know who's going to do next week. Since we're uh, any volunteers for next week? Oh, Joe wants to do it. Oh, Joe. Joe's on quiz duties next week. Lovely. And next week, if you join us, we'll have a rundown of Revolution. We'll see if there's been any updates in respect of Bob the Lash and any build up into. This is probably going to be a champion then,
3: hopefully.
2: Yes, he's going to have
5: won it back. Quick question before we finish. Who's winning the women's tag titles tonight? Who's, are they staying? Lana and
4: Naomi, the rightful um, number one contenders. I'm joking. Um, I think it's Dakota and I think it's Raquel. they got to win it tonight. Raquel.
2: No change. My whole. My whole, Jamie. (laughs) Don't
1: care. And that about sums (laughs) up
2: this episode of GrappleCast. (laughs) So until next time, have a good week, guys. I will speak to you all next week. And
4: line. that's the
1: bottom line,
0: because Taran <laughs> <rim> says so. <laughs> Old one,
1: arm drag. Brett screwed, rep.
0: It's me, Austin! Uh, I did it for the uh, rock.
1: Shut your mouth, you gong-wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole What?